0: You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole and Nun fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor JE, Mr. Dody Fayade. On tonight's podcast it is players championship week baby $20 million purse we got the course breakdown featured groups shit picks plus you know we're going to talk Scotty Scheffler and his win at Bay Hill and how that shook up the BLC leaderboard. How you doing Johnny?
2: Am I still muted words? No. All right. <laughs> this motherfucker tried to censor me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm good. How, hey, how are you, bud? Hey, man.
1: No no legitimate complaints. Good. Yeah. yeah. Players week, baby. Uh, Percy. It's, Percy. <laughs> Percy, is Percy J-J. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's as
2: good as it gets this week, man. Fuck. I feel bad for like the bitter old guys that played on tour in like the early 90s, oh, uh, late 80s. My when I won this tournament, I won $100,000, these cocksuckers. I think it was Sandy Lyle won like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars in like nineteen eighty seven, and he's just dog cussing the world now. It's like you saw the stat when Scotty won. I think he won more money than Arnold Palmer won in his entire career. Yeah, for his last two wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he might have won more than Arnold Palmer won in his whole career, just at the Arnold Palmer. But well, you're starting to sound like an old man, Dad. Well, we don't fact check, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Um you know Arnold Palmer is just pissed off in hell right now, thinking about that.
1: <laughs> According to you, also fondling <laughs> Marilyn Monroe's ass, right? Yeah. Who knows? Hey. Um, yeah. hey, Hey, sugar. Percy. Yeah. It is Percy, genuinely. Uh, and every time I say that, I think of Doug Hutchinson because he played Percy in The Green Mile.
2: Believe it or not, words. I I really haven't even seen that movie. I've seen what? like the part where he like grabs the is it does he grab the bars? He's like ah, oh. the black guy, and then. What, yeah, Tom that's Hanks, John
1: Coffey, John Coffey. Is he dead? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Dang, Percy. I mean, Doug. What he's he like married Courtney Stodden or whatever? Like, 19, when she was nineteen and he was forty-one or something like that. So
2: I have no clue who you're talking about. I do know who Courtney Stodden is. And, yeah, and I feel like she was. <laughs> I just remember that because I'm like, God, this 16 year old has some huge tits. <laughs>
1: oh, that's right. Yeah, he needed to like get a permission slip signed by her dad or something. This is this cool? I, mean, I know we're friends. But and like
2: that's... serious plastic surgery. Like Listen, serious. She's 16, but an old soul. Oh, um, yeah, no, it, yeah, she's she's bad looking. Old soul with new tits, <laughs> with new fake tits, fake face, fake everything.
1: But so uh, you've never seen the Green Mile. You need to watch that one, dude.
2: I've. I've watched parts of it, enough to know that he's, like, wrongfully imprisoned, right? And yeah, he's, like, a he, nice guy. He's also, he can work some like magic. Superhuman like or he, something? Yeah, he cured Tom Hanks' character of his
1: uh, urinary tract infection. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I had, he grabs dick, and then he <laughs> coughs out a bunch of moths or something. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, and then he's, I'm real <laughs> tired, balls. I'm real
2: tired. I need to rest up after that. I thought you were going to say he cured Tom Hanks' porn addiction. I was like, God damn, in those days? <laughs> no, it was just a little UTI. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those? No. No. Have you? <laughs> no, no. Don't old people die from that? I've given out a few. <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> oh god. What babe? That didn't feel good? Yeah. What the fuck?
1: My sandpaper hand?
2: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't I've never had a UTI word. Alright, cool. <laughs> cool. Well,
1: <laughs> at the end, John Coffee does die, but there's he like does? A, yeah, yeah, they put him to death in the electric chair. Oh, that's right. But there's a big fireworks show, and it's all.
2: Then he like almost live, almost survives it. He almost
1: something? beat the machine, but at the end of the day,
2: it wasn't like Ernest goes to jail whenever they flip the switch, and he just has like <laughs> superpowers, and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's. That's how it all should be. R.I.P. Jim Varney, by the way, Ernest. (laughs) It always goes back to Ernest,
1: (laughs) even when we're talking about a movie you haven't seen.
2: Ernest goes to jail. Ernest doesn't go to jail. (laughs) Both good. Uh, Anyways.
1: Anywho, um, week two, Dad, father of one.
2: How was week two? Uh, Today, when I went to the store for formula, I had to ask this sweet girl at Walmart where the formula was. And she was very helpful, um, but they didn't have the formula I needed. So she was like, yeah, I'm sure you could just go to Target. And I was like, actually, that's where I got it from the first time. I just didn't have the balls to tell you. (laughs) And she was like, hey, I can tell you, you ain't getting this kind of customer service there at Target. (laughs) I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. So other than that, uh, last night I had my first like real dad experience. I think I. uh,
1: But she looked at you in the eye and like. Made that, a noise or something? Yeah,
2: she looked at me and, like, it's, like, my wife's, like, oh, she loves looking at you. And I'm, like, I don't think she's looking at me. I don't think she can really see that much yet. But, no, my wife was gone for, like, maybe an hour and a half. And, uh, baby decides to have a full-blown shit, uh, blow, I What I've been told is called a blowout. Yeah. And, uh. It was one of those where I was feeding her a bottle, and literally, it's like, okay. Oh, you like feel it. Farts on my lap, and I'm like, that's more than a fart. And then I go to basically- <laughs> I know that one. Yeah, I know trust that me. One. I've been there before, yeah, babe. That's a shirt. And uh, yeah, I go to go to take her to the changing table, and when I unbutton her shirt, I mean, it's like all over her all fucking hell stomach and chest and legs. And she's and, just uh, looking at you with no yeah, care in the world. Yeah. And I'm Clean just, it. I'm just like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I just fucking took her to the back, hosed her down, and <laughs> wrapped her up in a towel. No, it was it was one of those things where my sweet wife was like, wow, I'm so proud of you. And now that I've done that, it's similar to when I fixed the washing machine this <laughs> summer. I can do fucking anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all things go back to Ernest and the washing machine. Yeah. Remember We're that all time learning. In, remember that time in July when I fixed my washing machine? <laughs> Just yeah. like that. Only like, a kid. Yeah, dude, that was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? They say life goes by pretty fast
1: once you have kids. Jesus Christ. That was like three years ago. All new perspective.
2: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than that, uh, unfortunately didn't have Scotty Scheffler again this week, but <sighs> Olivia helped me that one stroke Straka pick, god damn
1: it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, the pratts, the Pratt came through for me. I mean, he he fought hard, especially after a 77 on Saturday, but it was not enough. You, Scotty, I mean, the set s- of balls on that guy, huh?
2: Well, it, that's what's crazy is, you know, Rory had some negative things to say about the course and how tough it played the the last two days, but absolute opposite uh, comments from John Rahm. John Rahm loved it, which if you're the number one player in the world, you probably want it to play as hard as it can, right? You need to love it. But it's amazing to see, like you said, Terrell shoots, was it 77 or 78 Saturday, and... What do you know? They fucking turn around, and he's he's right there with a fucking chance to win. Like, there's not many times where you can shoot in the mid to high 70s and still be in position to win. Billy Horschel shoots a fucking 40 on the front nine. He gets all the way to 18 with a chance to win. Um, Taylor Gooch shoots, like, a 43 on the front nine and still wasn't out of it. Like With a four-putt on NBC. That was bad. Yikes. Yeah, no, I— I saw that. I've been there before. Actually, I've... You You, you should actually write him a DM and be like, dude, I've totally been there before. Well, you know what? It's funny because there was a period of time where I'm like, and I I think I've probably said this to you, and I know we're playing different golf courses, but like, I don't remember four... I I, I can tell you I don't remember four-putting more than like twice ever well he got real jammy with the first <laughs> one and
1: then you could tell he was pretty salty and he got jammy with the second one too and ran it by another four feet and i was like easy
2: Rod. he likes to he has a little pep in his step when he goes and grabs the ball of the whole like you know saturday he made a long birdie putt on like the 15th hole or so um but he really does have a little step to it when he makes it gooch does like yeah he's, he's a little peppy but what do the kids call that walk the 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 Gritty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gooch rolls one in and did the Gritty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that it's like... ESPN drives me fucking crazy. It's like, oh, look, so-and-so hit the Gritty. You know? <laughs> yeah, oh, like, hit the Gritty. It here. just goes back to my, like, listen, what
1: Usher was doing back in the late 90s <laughs> just put all these guys to shame.
2: They're like, oh, so-and-so showed out. It's like, what? <laughs> I you good, let it burn. Uh... What is Lovers and Friends was my favorite song from that era. You pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: but yeah, no, that, that's what's so crazy is is literally Scotty Scheffler 68 on Saturday was like far and away just like ridiculously low. And then 72 on Sunday was even. Yeah.
1: And Sunday round, he had like a 22-foot save on the backside for par. Uh, he made at least another 10-footer for a save for par. I mean... Just a scrambling scrambling dude. He's so long off the tee. I mean, the total package, as we
2: like to say. Well, I will say the two two people broke 70 on Sunday. One of them was your guy, the Prats, with 69. But Lucas Herbert finished like four hours in front of everyone else, shoots 68. He goes 73, 71, 74. Then the 68 gets him to fucking T7. The guy didn't yeah. fucking break 70 until the last day and in T7s. Which paid him three hundred and ninety thousand, by the way. Yeah. That'd have been a nice little DraftKings play. I've got to say it it was hard and painful watching Gary Woodland pretty much blow the tournament.
1: Well, after the Eagle, too. I mean, are, is anyone gonna take a flyer on Woodland this week? Everyone's like, oh, when's he gonna when's he gonna kinda fall back down to earth? And he's been playing his Florida swing really well.
2: And I've found that it's tough conditions, tough courses where he's hanging in. You know, he's, he won a U.S. Open, and obviously you don't do that on an easy golf course, and so he goes to Honda. But has not a great overly tournament.
1: long. For as long as Gary is, it wasn't like a, a Torrey Pines or somewhere like that. They're kind of like the, on the shorter side of courses.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, a testament to his, his re- well-rounded game, I would say, except for Everyone was getting fried eggs at Arnold Palmer, and Gary's ball was not in that bad of a position for the tee shot on seventeen. It rolled a little bit out of his divot, and he fucking choked on that. Like that was bad. Like that was absolute nerves. It was a touchy shot, but he he looked like me on it. Hey bro, he it yeah, hey game. bro. I know you said I, I've been there with Taylor Gooch. I fucking could have hit a better sand <laughs> shot than what Gary Woodland did. I swear to God. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you get a little thin with that though. God, with the one shot lead, I could have done it. <laughs> it's like the fat guy on the couch. You were
1: basically playing API this
2: week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, I could have broke eighty there. No, we were talking, and you were on a text thread with a bunch of guys who were better golf than yeah, us. they yeah. like, like Coop, Coop, our boy who played at OU. Like he literally was like, fuck it, just just play for the fairway, yeah. try to break ninety. <laughs> I mean, I think he said try to break ninety nine.
1: I love how they, they turned it up a notch. You know, they're, they they kind of got the shaft a little bit in scheduling because you don't want to be the week before the players and then after the Honda. So a lot of guys play the Honda and then take the week off. Plus, with all the attention that Bryson, I think, got with just, like, maybe getting the, the message out there that he overpowered the golf course. And apparently there's a new superintendent there that it just likes to be sadistic. And I like all that. Like, I like seeing the tour players work hard for pars and birdies especially. But when i saw victor's shot on 18 and where he had to have land where he had to land it it was right there and it just landed so soft and it had no release it's like that is where a good shot is is not rewarded and you know he didn't hit a bad one and he's he's not in a good position so i i liked rory's comments as he he always will speak his mind we we both love that even though he said this week he was like yeah i was just kind of complaining but he made a good point i mean when good shots aren't rewarded there is kind of a fine line there but I still like seeing him squirm.
2: Well, he he said that, so it was like somebody worded the question. It's like you know, your words can get misconstrued. Like you know, where, yeah, you know, it was where like, are like you complaining? Do
1: you think people are not going to come here next year? Is basically what they were asking.
2: Well, that and you know, they they literally said your words can get misconstrued to make it seem like you're complaining. And he's like, no, I, I was complaining. Yeah. <laughs> so i mean yeah. and I I do love Rory. Obviously, we had him. He let us down. Fuck. Uh, he let me down again all weekend. And, and what I always said about Rory, it's like, come on, surely he's finished in the top 10 five straight years. Just because we're on him doesn't mean that's going to change anything. And he finishes top T13 just outside of the top 10. So, um ridiculously hard golf course. Yeah. I mean, just Florida courses in
1: general. It's, I mean, you know, the valve spur next week is going to be tough.
2: Well, it, what's crazy is, you know, you 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 blink, you you hesitate for one second out there, and it's you're looking at more likely double than you are for a bogey, which is crazy. Um, the par five, what is it, number six? Is that the one Bryson had his success on with the fucking finger point? I mean, those guys are cutting Looked off.
1: Looked like a fucking WWE wrestler.
2: That's what's so crazy. Those guys are cutting off so much of that water, but, like, he was in all— a, He
1: was in an awful position
2: whenever he did that. All of it, lined, all of it feeds into that thick-ass rough, and you're fucked. Like, Victor was hitting three-wood on that hole all week, and he was always in the best position. And even in the good position, he leaves his ball fucking in the bunker short and right, only to fucking hold it out for an eagle, and when he did that, get gets himself to ten under. Like similar to Daniel Berger last week, it's like there's no way this motherfucker's gonna lose. And then the fucking winning score is five under when they were at ten at one point. So yeah, the weekend got crazy, and
1: it what didn't even get crazy windy, which is really, really scary. It was just hard and fast,
2: and the rough was thick. What else are you gonna say? Yeah, only uh, one guy could cut the mustard. Yeah um and again scotty scheffler has now won two of his last three starts and we talk about it all the time what what could happen when you get your first win you get your fucking second one two starts later and a big tournament too uh 12 milli purse
1: no wait yeah 12 milli purse mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah huge payday for him uh huge payday for vic too and they were both vic was especially chalky he he's staying in t2 instead of uh old Terrell. really cool still words here
2: well, your boy Billy, I mean, he really fought back uh, to give himself a chance. I mean, he had a look to send the thing into a playoff, which, you know, it was never going to... Came wasn't. up with two big shots to get there, too. Yep. After after basically he, gets, he doubles six, bogeys eight and ten, but then co- closes the last eight with two under par, which there was really, really good. Um, but other than that words, you know, Chris Kirk was a guy that was flying under the radar. He showed up, T5... A um, few guys on him, but I was desperately, desperately pulling for old Billy or Gary to win because they were the least picked guys. And of course, uh didn't go that way. A lot of guys were on Scotty. I think 25 people were on Scotty, and uh, really shook up the overall leaderboard. So shook. And you dropped
1: like a shit from heaven. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs>
2: no, not too bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, anytime you drop, it's awful. Yeah, no, it is, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else in the league is like, fuck yes. <laughs> the Strocka thing, I, it's just a distant memory now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll always remember that, but oh. uh, kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll remember. Remember the Honda? <laughs> that shitty tournament? <laughs> With, like, a fucking lackluster purse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of the smallest purses of the year. Yeah, that's cool.
2: It's, like, second place, like, got that last week. Not really, but, uh, yeah, so... It was exciting words, and, and like you said, I mean Rory McElroy let us down a little bit 76-76, after dropping a sixty five in round one when we you mm. and I kind
1: mm.
2: of oh, glad we picked that one, huh? Yeah, I love Thursdays like that. I Just know. feeling
1: like the smartest fucker in the world, and then and then
2: what happens, Rory? Yeah. Um. So words, I will say this. You know, I I went out there the the group I looked at where I'd picked one guy from each group. I simply picked the wrong guy. It was the featured group that we talked about. Sung JM was playing with Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler. I'd picked all of them once. I go with the fucking kid, and I swear to God, watching him play, so fucking painful. He is awful, awful at putting. Uh, yeah. Not so much lag Three putting. Three footers. It's okay. Three to five. He's to a six great feet. lag putter. Unbelievable how, like, hitting knifey fucking iron shots tight and just missing and three putting some of these like I watched him three putt on 15 the par five and on 18 to finish his round and if the guy could putt worth a fucking shit he could win <laughs> a lot and I, I texted the group I mean he shot 79 on uh on on Sunday with a fucking 44 on the front nine I know it was it was painful to watch but I loved it because I knew you had him well literally he gets it to where he was three under through the first five on the back and then bogeys two of his last four holes to, to bra- yeah. barely break 80. But, you know. I think Sung Jae came home with four bogeys also. It was, it was painful.
1: I mean, what else can you going to say? When your guy doesn't win, when your horses don't perform on Sunday, well, it's not fun.
2: It kind of make, it. it's almost a relief now that I only have the kid for one more tournament because, yes, he's – tempting pick just about any week but especially this week i think until i see him fucking putt decent which he did at the masters last year which is why he got second and almost one i i can't get back to him i'm gonna be that guy that burned my picks whenever he didn't do it and he's gonna win on tour and i'm gonna be off of him because i don't have any faith in his fucking ass it
1: could be this week they say that these greens are kind of uh bad putters can win here look at jt <laughs> last year
2: Uh, so words is on the kid (laughs) Uh, um but yeah other than that word that was kind of the the one thing that had zalator has not gone 77 second round 79 fourth round
1: yeah you'd have been right there
2: i'd have a a different perspective on it but uh yeah that's that's how it shook out bub what does that leaderboard look like so uh Obviously, we. this is the first week we had a tie, so the money carries over. Sorry, boys. We're playing for an extra 100 bucks this week. It's cool. Yeah, sorry. An extra 50 I should say, because the skin was tied. Carries over to this week. The two guys that tied for it, sorry. It's crazy
1: also because they did not have identical lineups. They no. just had a guy, T2, Terrell, and Vic. So
2: T- Charlie's dad, Taylor Ferguson, he had Billy Horschel. Uh, Victor Billy. Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler. And then Duck Hookers, who is Garrett Browning, he uh, he actually had Hatton instead of Horschel, but they both had Hovland, Scheffler, but they had the other two guys that tied for second. So those two guys, $3.976 million. You talk about racing up the charts. Taylor jumped all the way into the top five after going over 100 points. Um, Brownrig, Jesus Christ, the guy ended up jumping 132 spots, all the way up to number twenty six. So
1: he is. Back
2: in the fire, fire, fire again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, there was a three-way tie for third. Worm Burner, who is Chad Bone. He's he's had a decent season so far. That jumped him up a, a, a long ways. Fix Your Divots was tied in third also. That's Chuck Rolls. And then B. Buck, Braden Buck, he also tied for third. Those guys all had a combination, similar thing. Uh, two of them had Hatton, all of them had Rory, and then uh, Buck had Hovland. So two-way tie for six. We had Mo Lester, your, your Adam. boy, Adam Lester. He had Mo Lester. He had Scheffler, Hovland, and Zalatoris. Also with Hatton, Scheffler, and Zalatoris was Dallas Daryl, which is uh, JP. I, I'm not gonna try the last name. Good, good job, Dallas Daryl, aka JP. It kind of sounds like a porn star's name, doesn't it? It does. It's just like Daryl from Carlsbad. He he's is he still in the league? <laughs> Daryl was taking everybody's money. Remember? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> That's the guy nobody knew. <laughs> um, and then in eighth place, summertime, Joe Summers, my boy from the bowling league. The guy was complaining to all uh, how how shitty his picks had been all year. Welcome back into the mix, bub. Welcome to the show. He had Paul. Paul Casey!
1: Casey. Ooh, he got a shit to bed on the weekend, too, <laughs> unfortunately. Tw- but hey, that- 24
2: grand. <laughs> That's what he finished with. But uh, he had Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler. And then in the ninth place words, a guy that just continues to pick winners, Vegas Dave. Four of the last six weeks he's had the winner, including both wins from Scotty Scheffler. Um, he rounded it out with Sam Burns and Matt Fitzpatrick. And then in 10th place beaver bend who is jared smith he had scotty scheffler as his alternate which really came up big is that smut i don't it's a different jared smith really yes um but he had gary woodland so at, there was a period of time where he was nice looking there. really really good and then he he had the kid willie zalatoris as well um words again you had uh, your boy the fucking pratt really saved you um, from having a, a, you know, pretty pretty solid week. Tied for 53rd, you ended up $1.2 million. And then words, it was bad for me, of course, um, with with Rory just absolutely shitting the bed. I finished T135 at $464,000. So <sighs> I gave up $3.5 million to the guys who won, and I gave up about uh, close to 800 to you. So hello, we're back in back into a nice little competition and it can only change significantly this week. Nice rundown. So we're going to do top 10. Yes. Of the overall standings words, uh, we have a new number one player that is Cole Corson, AKA four, right. He's been there most of the season Um, up seven spots. Another improbable, improbable story. We've talked about it all year. Vegas Dave, last year's winner. He's all the way back up to number two, and he was texting me all fucking day Sunday about how much of a goat his picks are. So, (laughs) Harper, just fucking text me your picks next time. (laughs) He's only 500K back, by the way. Uh, Falling from number one to number three, Grizzly Adams, Chauncey Venable. His, His reign at number one has ended for the time being. He is the... Over $8 million, though. In fourth place, up three spots, Justine Reed, Bill Johnston. Holding tight at number five is Jared Lester, a.k.a. Give Me That. Into the top ten after his picking this past week, Worm Burner, Chad Bone, is at number six. Adam Lester is at number seven. Mo Lester up 43 spots from 50 to number seven. Down two spots is Burger Bus Andrew Newberger. Up a hundred and one fucking spots after one week of amazing picks. Taylor Ferguson, A.K.A. Charlie's dad, and rounding out the top ten at number ten, the Swinging Pete's, Jeremy Alman, Doc Alman. Um, words is Jared and Adam. Are they are they brothers? Yes. How about that? The we- Lester brothers snaking in the top ten. Number five and seven. It's like, uh, do you ever see the movie Warrior? <laughs> like, yeah. believe it or not the two guys fighting are brothers are brothers <laughs> so if these guys are one and two at the end of the year I swear to god we gotta make them fight fight for all the money <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just thinking about Adam if he was a marine MMA fighter <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like that was uh, Tom Hardy was like the one of the guys who fought in that movie sure <laughs> But anyways, words you talked about my colossal fall. Fuck you! I only fell ten spots. I'm at number fourteen.
1: That's crazy to me.
2: <laughs> I, it is to me too. But it, it's amazing the glass. Who's
1: running those fucking numbers? Hey. We gotta. We need to get KPMG in here now that they got <laughs> Phil off the books and do a little audit <laughs> on this shit.
2: Well, I can tell you I was very happy to only fall that much. And uh, I feel sorry for all the people who missed their picks this week. But, um, words, your, after your week, it wasn't that bad of a fall for you either no. if you actually might have gone I, up. I crept up, bitchy. Um, Sorry, I'm looking here. There we go. Up six spots to number 57. You're right there, words, $5.7 million. So uh, it's amazing what a week of good picking will do for you, and especially at a week like this. I mean, several three-digit movers this past week from from great picks. So um, if you were to pick one, first, second, and third this week, it would get you over $7 million. <laughs> did you do the math on I that? I sure fucking did. Writing <laughs> it all out with a calculator. Well, I shit. sent you no, I sent you that, that payout deal from, uh, what's the guy, Kyle, uh yeah. Uh, f- f- I forget he's an OSU guy. Kyle um uh, whatever, he writes for CBS Golf. And uh yeah, like I believe it's 20th place still gets six figures. Uh 10th place is like f- over 500,000. I mean, it's crazy. Mm, very important week. It is words and it's uh it's crazy. It's apparently going to play pretty tough. Well, with
1: that, I guess we should head on over to Ponte Vita Beach for the Players Championship. At TPC Sawgrass, Johnny, par 72, plays under 7,200 yards. What else are you going to say? $20 million to the winner, 3.6 milli up top. It's obviously the flagship event, largest purse in golf history. Water comes into play on 17 holes. That sounds like Florida golf.
2: Isn't there like a pretty famous hole there, like par 3 or something? Yeah,
1: 17 or something. I don't know. But position off the tee is important. This is also one of the hardest golf tournaments of the year to handicap. You get a lot of long shot winners, like a Tim Clark at 100 to 1. Webb Simpson won at 100 to 1. Siwoo Kim won at like 7 fucking 100 to 1. When he was like 23. Yeah, (laughs) Martin Keimer at 90 to 1. So chalk, top of the board, isn't always the way to go here. I am not like that. I need someone who I think is going to win. But there's going to be a lot of value at the bottom of the board, is what I'm saying. And there's going to be a lot of elite players, or at least a handful, that don't make the cut. That's just kind of how this golf course rolls.
2: Yep, and an interesting fact, and I know that you know this, we've talked about it before, uh, has not been a repeat champion in the history of the tournament. Here. Here at Sawgrass. Yeah. I think Jack, Jack won it Whatever it was yeah. shitty. Um, <laughs> but uh, the last time, here's an even crazier stat, it's been 17 years since a re- re- uh, the defending champion finished in the top 10. And that was Adam Scott way back in like 2005. So how about that?
1: That's tough. Um, that wouldn't steer me clear of JT just because I don't. You know, trends are made to be broken. He's in great form too. He is in good form, and um, you know, it's <laughs> it's scary shit. I don't know what else to say.
2: I'm terrified of my picks already, John, and they're really good. You and me, bub, bub. I wouldn't be surprised if we're on the same guys this week, words. But then again, maybe not. Got a little out there too, bub. Did you get a little out there? It's just, it's
1: crazy. I, I like doing like the horse, the course history deal. And Rory has five top tens here and five missed cuts here. I mean, just the, the course kind of gets their blood, gets its blood one way or another from someone. And the weather is going to play a huge factor this week. And kind of going off of what we said about Rory last week and how he was, he was said, you know, he was complaining about the course. The, the PGA is not going to want to have guys complain about the golf course this week, and there is a lot of rain in the forecast, so it's probably going to be lift clean in place, which is going to obviously favor the guys who are straighter off the tee. I will say that they do have sub-air greens here, so... But if it rains overnight, they can't turn them on. They can't dry them out? Correct. They, you can't turn them on when it's raining. Hmm. So if it's raining overnight... And there's also crazy AM, PM kind of deals. I was I was listening to some stuff on this. You want to be there, late there, early. There's going to be, yeah, you want to be late early because if you are if you don't get your round finish on Friday and you're, you're doing the cut sweat deal, early Saturday morning it's supposed to be gusting at over 40 miles an hour. And doing that out there with all that water is really, really terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, oh, but my numero uno. That's not how it's lining up for them.
2: Well, unfortunately, the other thing, two words, is with all the rain in the forecast, God help us, I don't want to see a Monday finish. I want this goddamn thing over Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we may not get that, but... Who knows? Why do you care? Just because I want to be able to watch it and I get oh, to work yeah. Monday. Oh, you do? Yeah, believe oh. it or not. Are you not on maternity leave still? No, I went back to work Monday and it sucked. It sucked balls. But anyways...
1: With the players! Well, you want to call in Mr. Ferguson... To help us with some shit picks,
2: yeah. Sorry, Garrett, we are bringing in a we're bringing in a guy from out of town and be do our picks. Guy that's uh, former golf industry world. He's got a lot of good stories, so we'll get him on the the horn here. All right, bringing on a guy who shared the medalist honors last week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. It's Charlie's dad, aka Taylor Ferguson. Taylor, what's up, brother?
0: But did you? Have you ever given them the context? I don't have a child.
2: I I assume that means that you're you're acting like Tiger? You mean Charlie Words? Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah. Tiger. Tiger Woods. Yeah. You're the the second biggest Tiger Woods fan, I know, myself being number one.
2: Oh, yeah. I doubt that. But, Taylor, you have spent some time in the golf industry. You and I met back when you were living in OKC. You're back in Charlotte now. Got to give you props because you were there the day that I touched Jason Day at Quail Hollow. God, what a fucking (laughs) spook, man. Jesus. How awesome was that?
0: Pretty great time. I mean, shit, you're forgetting that Cole Swindell was standing next to us. Yeah. And got Jason's attention, and we ultimately ended up at – the concert
2: that night with them, right? Yes, it was. It was one of those stories where it was literally like, "Hey," and and uh, you know, I didn't really know what Cole Swindell. You looked made it like. sound like Cole invited y'all, motherfuckers. That is <laughs> it, not how yeah, it you know.
0: know, it Doesn't <laughs> matter whether we paid for the tickets or not.
1: We
2: were at- <laughs> hey, but, but I love it, like, hey, Dale, would you guys look at these guys real quick? Would you just like <laughs> look at them for a second and wave at them a little bit? But hey, the, Taylor, we didn't pay for those tickets though, so we could just act like <laughs> balls.
0: So, yeah, whether my boss gave them to us. Or we, we, print the legend
2: and it, yeah. i gotta also share the story that taylor was the 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 best reference i've ever heard in golf me and taylor his buddy was in town from from north carolina chris right what's his, his name is chris <laughs> chris,
0: it's, chris big perm
2: evans <laughs> <laughs> that's right so he said and i use this line all the time and it's like everyone's like I'm like, so what's everybody's handicap? We're trying to play a game. What's y'all's handicap? And he goes, shit, my only handicap's drugs and alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Well, quick, Anna, do you remember what, shout out Billy Payne on this this story. Do you remember what you ended up calling him after that round?
2: Uh, What, like Chris Gaines or, it was something good.
0: No, right? no, no, no. So he gets Chad Nost. The, the <laughs> <Yeah>. Chad <laughs> Nost. We ended up. We ended up like closing y'all out after 14 holes and you said, who the fuck is this? Colt knows fat brother Chad knows.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. And that was, that was when Colt was still on tour. Yep,
0: yep. Exactly.
2: So last thing, Taylor, being that you used to be in the golf industry, do you have any, I know we need you, some dirt. You, you, you did have some time that you spent with Billy Horschel.
0: Yeah. I, I actually, uh, Probably contributed to his wife's alcoholism. So, uh. <laughs> you fucking dog! Just kidding, Billy Horschel. He's probably a nice guy. I just can't get past his lips, and/or whether he's deaf or not. But <laughs> <laughs> ruthless.
1: Yeah. Plus, you weren't on him last week. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. Oh, you, you were fucking a then.
0: Yeah, no, he, I knew best friends. Guy. He, he knew. The- he knew his way around around Arnie's place. Couldn't pick against him.
2: So, so hey, so. by the way, you know you're now officially in the top ten. How about that?
0: That is a wild jump because I went from middling, I think it was one ten to ninth. I just checked it. Yeah, um, that's what that's what winning
2: almost four million dollars in one week will do for you. And there's more money up for grabs this week. So I hope you planned on going back to back here because if you do, it could very well put you near the top of the leaderboard. So Taylor, by the way,
0: I I went back and and listened to last week's episode, just making sure I was properly prepared this week. At that point, you had referenced that no point in whatever eight weeks thus far, maybe at that point seven, that you hadn't had any ties and I fucking tied. (laughs) (laughs) With
1: a unique lineup too.
0: So now it carries. Yeah. No, no, whoever fucking – somebody bogeyed the last and Hatton then ends up being in a tie. I don't know who I tied with. Yeah,
2: so basically he had Hatton and you had Billy. So didn't Hatton make a long putt on 18?
0: He, Billy fucked you. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. Billy fucked you. And him. Hatton
0: finished like three hours before everybody else. He wasn't even contention when he got Hey, yeah, the words, words
2: knows all too well he no. was on him. He salvaged words his tournament last week, but uh, – yeah, man, um, this week it's it's completely up for grabs. $20 million purse, 3.6 to the winner. Hell, you get over two. You get more than what Scotty won last week if you get fucking second. So um, so before we get started, Taylor, do you have any strategy this week? It's,
1: you know, with a big Percy tournament like this, it's really hard for me not to just go kind of uber chalk with the typical thoroughbreds. Um, but there is really good value, and there's also kind of like the the history here a lot of kind of long shot winners or guys you wouldn't think uh, are the quote unquote elite players have a really good shot at winning here. So did you kind of take any strategy going in or are you just picking, picking chalky dudes like me?
0: I'll I'll drop a few nuggets on you. At no point has anybody repeated back to back at the players championship. So Justin Thomas is a, a no go for me personally this week.
1: I like that. I like that. I kind of, did you have any kind of ground rules you
2: were working around Je, or were you just, uh, if I say too much, I'll give it away words, but yeah, no, I, I knew that being the, the biggest tournament of the year, you got to save the guys that you think are going to make money. So it, it's not too hard to guess. Like, I bet you, you could just guess right now. One of my picks, you know, but I don't want you to because, uh, we're going to get there soon enough, but I got to say, I went, went pretty chalky, bub. Well, I I kind of wanted to go at least with guys who
1: one kind of have the moxie to win here or have one here, and two I want three guys who have played in Florida already and have been exposed to kind of the Florida golf. Lots of water on every single hole, lots of wind. I know that these these greens aren't going to be kind of like the the ones the two previous weeks. They're not going to be as grainy because of the overseed. But I want the I wanted my three guys to have a little bit um, a taste of the Florida swing
2: um and aren't just coming straight over from the genesis so jtc yeah fun funny you mentioned that words because there there is something also to add that we haven't mentioned yet and it's been talked about on golf channel all fucking week but for the first time in the history of the world golf rankings all five players in the top five are under the age of 30 and all of them this week could potentially get to number one if they win that's pretty sweet scotty scheffler still has a chance to go to number one he needs a little bit of help but crazy to think that He went from not winning and now has two wins under his belt and could get to number one in the world this week. So, um, Without further ado, Johnny. All right, words. And and say no more about this group. We got the featured group A, which consists of three of the top players, three of the top five players in the world. You got Patrick Cantlay, who obviously has been playing great up until the Genesis. Still a bad week for him was like T20. Uh, He's playing with the number one player in the world, Jean Rahm. And the man from Norway, Victor Hovland. Uh, I'm on ROM. I'm on ROM this week. And, uh, again, you gotta, you got to definitely pick and choose when you pick guys like that. But for the number one Persiest tournament in the world, I'm going with John Rom.
0: Let's say you, Taylor. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. I mean, he came out and said he was going to win 19 majors. He paid a little honor to Tiger and said he was going to beat Tiger's record of 18. TBD, but I don't. I don't hate that pick. That could work. That could work. So you're not on him, I guess. I'm not on him, but it could work.
2: Let me ask you: Have you picked John Rom this year yet?
0: I have not. I'm not, I'm saying he shows up. I he like Shows it. up when he's doing him in a major. I've held on to him. I like I that. It. Okay.
1: So I did last year. It almost worked, except he went T two instead of winning. Um, Cantley, interesting pick. He's a Pete Dye specialist. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody could be, it's him. But a uh, a California guy. Typically, I mean, he's not a big Florida Florida golfer. He's got more talent. He's not no. He's got a lot of talent. Uh, but he hasn't played in the Florida swing yet, and so by that measure, I'm putting him aside. He, Even though he's got the ball striking game to absolutely tear it up here.
2: What's crazy about Cantlay is that he only has out of all the majors and the players like. Yeah, he's, shitty – he kind of bitchy. bitchy he had one – the year Tiger won the uh, the Masters, he was right there. But that's, like, the only top ten that he's had. I mean, he's had, I think, one top ten in the players, and it was when he was, like, fresh on tour. So um, – And then
1: Vic, man – the scrambling and the up and downs around the greens here are, as Phil Mickelson said, they're tricky. It's tricky to f- kind of figure out, and tr- it's tricky to pull off. And that's the worst part of Victor's game. And if you look at some of the past champions, like when Tim Clark won, he was number one at scrambling. When Tiger won here, I think he was number one at scrambling. JT was top ten in scrambling last year. So, I mean, I, he yes, he could hit 17 greens, especially if the conditions get really soft. I mean, Vic can do that. And as I said earlier, these greens – I think that they they allow putters who aren't great putters to just kind of ho hum around because they're not really undulated and with that overseed, they're they're really pure um, so it's he scares me but I'm, I just can't take Vic in this spot I am as you are on John Rom it's the number one player in the world as you said uh, he's gonna be yes uber chalk but I mean if you look at his numbers and the ball striking numbers and everything, he should be winning tournaments by not just winning tournaments, like winning by five strokes. If he just shows any kind of form as he has around the greens and putting. And I'm praying to God that he's getting really pissed off and he's trying to remedy of course, but, I'm going to take a flyer because I can't have him on the bench and win.
2: Well, I think that that's a yeah. lot to be said about Rom. You know, we talked about it earlier. The fact that he comes out and just basically is like, yeah, no, I I didn't mind the setup last week, even though it, it pretty much kicked his ass. Um, <laughs> but I think John Rom, obviously being the best in the world and can play, he's, it's shown when he can play any type of golf course. Why not, you know, get him here, get him a W here. Uh, but the other thing I was going to say is, he basically shows up, and if he has a decent putting tournament, he's going to be in the top five. And we know how Percy this is, so um, you gotta. You I gotta, believe
0: he switched putters last week, so that goes one of two ways. So you either get really hot, or you're you soul searching. So well,
1: it Ugh. can't be any worse than whatever that what was,
2: where he it went like half of a dimple. Ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, just, I forgot. That's the shortest oh. shortest putt missed on tour this year. By the way, <laughs> That's not a surprise. Almost forgot about <laughs> that. That was Fuck. insane. It was insane. Um, um, well, words. I guess I got to come out there and say it. I was scared by Victor's short game as well, um, but I still rolled with him because I am going Vic. with the man from Norway. All he has to do is not have terrible. I mean, it was all the sand and everything was plugging in those bunkers last week. So I got to think that it's not going to be That's the same. Here.
0: Go ahead. Have Terry Woodland. I mean, gee. Yeah.
2: So we were talking about that. That wasn't even that bad of a lie,
0: Taylor. Yeah. No. That was, <laughs> that that was, was the a... one that I, with a terrible bunker game, wish for. <laughs> was sitting up, you had to hit it all of eight feet, and it rolls all the way to the hole. I don't know, I'm not sure what happened there.
2: Well, sure it happened. was nerves, I would say. All right, the second featured group. We've got uh, a little a little eclectic collection of guys from, from uh, abroad we've got Sergio Garcia in his gay glasses <laughs> don't say gay i forgot uh he's playing with the Aussie Adam Scott and they're playing with South Africa's own prince king louis <laughs> um I, Sergio past champion here but i got to say it, it was more fun for me watching Sergio completely collapse on 17 than it was for me to see him hit hit it real tight in there when he won
0: so uh I laid off everybody in this group. Another fun fact, though, for anybody consider him, he has the most runner up finishes at the players, being three. Ooh. So.
1: I got him hot in one of my DraftKings for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. I just couldn't take the flyer. Um, and especially what, you know, this, if he puts, if he rinses too early on Thursday, I think his tournament's fucking toast. But, <laughs> I mean, you're, as you said, he, he is like kind of on the leaderboard as far as strokes gain total. Uh, his last, you know, 10 appearances or whatnot here. So he he knows how to play target golf when it comes to that. He's just an awful putter, as we know, and a head case. So, yeah, I'm laying off of him. King Louie, I mean, I don't think it's a bad spot. I feel like no one is talking about him, and he's just kind of lurking in the woods. We know that, like, he is taking – he really wants a major but i think he, he would you know would take the 3.6 million he'd settle
2: for second here yeah <laughs> just like the, he did all year last exactly. week. he
0: would settle for the fifth mate.
1: like i think that there's there's going to be pretty good value on louis um taking him this week even though kind of he's been kind of cold this year he's just been getting saved by his putter uh who else we had sergio adam scott and then adam scott he's one here also wouldn't you know it uh his driver it's just it's it, it's a little scary and if he's not hitting it in the fairway here, and they're, while they're playing lift clean in place it could uh, his driver or his he,
0: fucking putter. he didn't even care yeah he carried a he carried a two wood last week no driver two wood
1: well his so. putting's actually been carrying him a little bit lately which is scary it, it's gross it's
2: gross oh, it's but old, of course the nastiest thing you've ever seen he's uh he's had he's since 2012 he has finished uh he's he's made the cut nine out of nine times with six Top twenties. So I mean he's a horse for the course and he's he's playing as good this year to start the year as he had has in a long time. So it's a sneaky good pick, but I every time I see that putter I think of Will Zalatoris and <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares. Yeah. So uh you guys on any of these guys? No. Okay. In the third featured group, we've got the winner from earlier at the Genesis, Joaquin Neiman. And he's playing with the winner from Sony, Hideki Matsuyama, and one of my boys. Aussie's own Cameron Smith, the Fisherman, <laughs> who, who played great here last year on Saturday when I picked him and he choked on Sunday. So, um, thought about Joaquin, but I don't I don't know. Joaquin just won a huge tournament, so I don't know if he can win another one this close.
0: I still haven't gotten over my uh, false start with Cam Smith at tournament champions. Oh, yeah. Picked him.
2: Taylor submitted a lineup for the for the tournament of champions
0: <laughs> and then he was like wait a second it didn't start this week <laughs> October true story true story I think I was in the camp with a few but I, there was a there is a text chain to prove that one there is uh walking
1: oh. definitely has the ball striking to get it done here but uh I don't know. I just couldn't get there with him. Um, the old
2: recency bias when it's like recently, you're not going to win because you recently right. did. Did he play Bay Hill? He actually played okay.
1: No, wait. He he played shitty at the Honda. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah he, he missed he, the cut yeah. at the Honda. Yeah. Um, Hideki, I was right there. He was, he was one of my. And he's one here too, right?
2: Hideki has. Maybe? No? Yes? I don't know. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Has he?
1: If he, all I know is if he wins here, like, world number one or not, he's the GOAT right now. Winning the tournaments that he's won with, if he wins the Masters and the players, he's the GOAT. It is his type of game that is perfect for this course because he can putt the greens here, and he's, you know, he's long, and he's a ball striker. The one and thing he can get it up and down
2: also. The one thing I've heard people say about why this could potentially not be Hideki this week is just because he loves to hit the high ball and when it's going to be windy as fuck on Saturday... Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that low piss missile that you might need on that day, uh, I, but who knows? You know, I've I've been wrong more times than I've been right. I've also heard that he's kind of looking forward to Augusta, maybe. Oh bit. God, he's trying to do something there. You Get speak a, Japanese
1: words, jackets, <laughs> zikson. Um, so I lay off Hideki, and then Cam Smith. Um, too much water off the tee.
2: Yeah. Hey, he's got a short game that can hang with anybody in the world. 100%. But
1: a lot of magic, and I feel really good if I have him and he's got like a 10-footer that he needs to make.
2: But we both picked him the same week a few weeks ago, and he really crashed and burned on the weekend, so it's hard to forget that. Yeah. Taylor, anybody you like in this group?
0: Again, uh, I'm passing.
2: Okay. Respectfully pass. Um, then we got the next featured group. It is Rory McElroy. He's playing with Colin Morikawa and the defending champion Justin Thomas. Um, Jordan, what a group! Yeah, this is this is a group that really uh, carries a lot of weight. I'd say Jordan is a guy that I definitely think is coming in under the radar. Um, could hold his own for sure. Colin Morikawa, arguably. I think, is the tournament favorite coming in. And then Justin Thomas, as you said, we've both alluded to it. Taylor, you mentioned it. Nobody's won consecutive tournaments since they've been here at Sawgrass. So maybe it's Justin Thomas who changes that this week.
0: Taylor, what are you going to do? Again, I, I hate that I'm passing on all these secret groups, but more call, if I'm not mistaken, finished 40th last year and, and maybe missed the cut the year prior or, or 2019 since we didn't have a tournament in 2020. I.
2: Morcow is not not my horse, nor is Justin Thomas. So now, uh, Jordan Spieth isn't either. Then I take it. You mean Rory? Oh yeah, sorry. I thought did I Wait, say Jordan Speeth R- earlier? Yeah. Rory's in this group. You did say you said Rory's in the <laughs> I did. I did. So, so I was confused. Okay, yeah, no, Rory's in the group. Jordan Spieth's in the next group. That's
0: my bad. I I did take Rory. I, I'm okay. a, I'm a Rory fan this week. I, I believe in Rory and um. He was around the hoop last week. I'm not. He was kind of failed. Didn't didn't birdie a few right there on the front nine when he probably could have. And uh, I like Rory this week.
2: I do too. Uh, I didn't pick him. It was one of those things where I thought about going right back to the well. But as I said last week, nobody in the golf world has burned me more than Rory McIlroy. Which means the fact that I'm not picking him this week, he's probably going to be your champion at the end of the week. <laughs> Well, JD, I am going right back to the well oh, this week. My I'm going God. with Rory McElroy. <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> a couple reasons. No! One is I like I want to burn Rory because he is so good at Florida golf. Um and especially soft golf courses in Florida, which I think this is gonna play this weekend. And when he gets the target golf game going, as you said, there's these these greens are pretty flat, and if he can get it anywhere kinda close. I don't think they're going to be running out like last week, and I think that Rory is uh, is really primed for at least a top five finish here. Yeah, and right. as far as Colin Morikawa, um, he has won in Florida. He won at the concession last year. Was it the concession that
2: or yeah, yeah, yeah?
1: I think that was it. Um, so he knows how to win anywhere. I mean, he he's the second. He and John Rommer one A and one B, as far as ball striking in the world goes. And uh, Colin's been putting the ball a lot better than him especially last year, or his last time out at the Genesis. But that's just it. He has not played in Florida yet. And I just think that there is such a difference between the California golf courses that he was playing earlier this year and these Florida courses. Um, I'd kind of forgotten his past history here because I tried not to look at it, Um, but that makes me feel good what you said, Taylor. So I am off on Morikawa. (laughs) I went with Rom. And JT, I can't do it. Can't do it.
0: Yeah. Um, If Tiger couldn't back-to-back, Justin Thomas can't win
2: back to back to players. Oh, no, the kiss of death. He's going to do it now. Oh, I, um, I will say Colin Morikawa is number one in strokes gain total. Uh, he's having the best putting year of his career. So words, why would I not just go with the number one, the number two, and the number three players in the world? I'm going with Colin Morikawa this week. Oh, my gosh. So it, You want to talk about Chalky? Wow. <laughs> I'm Chalky, Bob. Chalky from Doug, the purple character. <laughs> Or is Skeeter Valentine, purple. I'm not sure. Anyways, I'm going with Colin Morikawa this week. He scares the shit out of me. What do you? I mean, what else can you say? That's that's a good pick. Um, literally, I'm I've done this before, and I think it was the players like two years ago. I'm going one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> it never works out. And it never I works. I swear to God, one of those guys missing the cut. <laughs> it never. It never works out. <laughs> it's just too hard not to. Oh, There's so much fucking money. I it, know. I it know. It just feels so good to go big game hunting. I know. Um, all right, so. Uh, you're on Rory Taylor. Uh, so is words. Right. The next featured group has Jordan Speeth, Daniel Berger, and the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. <laughs> I'm obviously, I, my picks are exp- are used. Um, Jordan Speeth is a guy that has never played well here, but I, I could see Jordan Speeth contending, especially when it comes to windy golf on the weekend.
1: I think his first time he played the players, I think he got top five, maybe even second. And then, yeah, he may not have made a cut since then. So it's been Ugh. it's been bad bad sledding for him. What say you,
0: Taylor? Any of these guys? I personally not taking them, but I, I do not disagree with that Jordan Spieth pick, particularly in the wind. Just like Je growing up in Oklahoma, he he can play in the wind. Being a Texas Thanks, guy, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You saying I can play in the
1: wind? <laughs> one thing of when I think about his Je is control. <laughs>
2: yeah it's funny because uh when i went out to north carolina and hung out with taylor last time we played and i was like bro i'm hitting my driver good i actually hit a cut now he's like bullshit you hit a cut and then i hit he's like what the fuck you just hit a cut (laughs) and sure enough i did but anyways um daniel berger he's had a great career here but after blowing the lead at the at the honda a couple weeks ago that was what i could not look past
1: I I disagree. I mean, I think he's I think he's one of the safest bets here because he's so accurate off the off the tee. Florida guy has a great track record here. Um, I think he's probably going to be the most picked guy on DraftKings. Um, he's just uh, as you said. If it came down to nut cutting time on seventeen, eighteen, like do I think he could get it done if he was right there? And I just I, d- I don't know, but I think he's got really good uh, value because I don't think he's going to be you know overly picked, and I think he could definitely get a top ten in there. Okay. And uh, the man with the golden nose, I mean, who knows? Who who the fuck knows? He's planning a wedding. I mean, he's going St. Bart's and wherever,
2: you know. Who the fuck knows about the nose?
0: (laughs) Are we sure he's not in Saudi Arabia?
1: Uh, Oh, (laughs) yeah. He was definitely not planning on playing. He thought he was going to be on the
2: the beaches of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. No, and again, you know, he's – people forget – He's still in the top ten in the world. Number nine for DJ is like a fucking hundred. When Spieth was out, like at number hundred, you know, a couple of years ago. Don't look, but he has a pretty, pretty solid record here too. Yeah. he's never,
1: he's Hasn't never won. been like final groups, but he always like ends up
2: backdoor in top five. And that's what he likes to do. Um, and I will say the other crazy thing that uh, of the top ten in the world, only two of them are over the age of thirty, and that's Rory and DJ. So the future is bright, if you will, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm obviously nobody's on these guys either. So we'll move on to the last featured group. We've got last week's champion, now two time winner on tour, Scotty Scheffler. He's playing with the X Man, Xander Schauffele, and words the guy that you love more four weeks out of the year than any other player on tour, Brooks Kepka. Obviously, get it for the majors. Yeah, no, I got it. You're, <laughs> and you're right. That is who I
1: love on on those 16 special days a year. But this is not one of them. Um, Scotty, I mean, God, I don't know when I'm going to play this guy. I need to throw him in some fucking lineups, though, but uh, I, I couldn't get it done this week. I mean, just going back-to-back back weeks, but it doesn't seem like he's too far off or too scared of uh, repeating. He's gone first, T7 first, so uh, I think it's a good pick, but I, I'm not going to do
0: it. And, and as of this morning, signed a tailor-made contract. Oh. Somebody, somebody believes in him. Jay, you're probably still a title guy, but I am. Personally, personally <laughs> Playing the stealth it, again, if it's good enough for Tiger, it's good enough for me and Scotty.
2: Amen. Geez, I mean, fuck, I need to come out to Charlotte and start working in commercial real estate so I can afford that kind of shit, bub. Maybe it was Xander who got second his first time out. It um, was Xander,
1: he got second, and then he's gone miscut, miscut.
2: Yep. Um, but Scotty, I mean, what you just said, what you said about Jordan Spieth g- goes the same for, for Scotty. He's a Dallas kid, he knows how to play in the wind. Showed he can play in real tough conditions last week, so would not surprise me whatsoever to see Scotty go back to back. But three wins and four starts for a 25 year old kid—that might be too much to ask for. Xander was the one guy that I was leaning towards picking over Victor. I knew I was going with Ram and Morikawa. Xander was the one guy that I really thought about edging out Victor for, but I didn't do it.
0: So
1: I'm I'm breaking a cardinal rule here, Jay. E. I'm doing it. The man from Shinnecock is back. I'm going with Brooksy. Oh my god! Witchy
0: word. Yeah. Oh wow. Brooks Cupcake this week. I took him. He's still rocking the Eminem dude. I'm. I believe in him. I believe.
1: <laughs> Real Slim Shady.
0: Yes,
2: Bruce, Bruce Cupcake. Wow. Oh, I love that so much. Okay, so um, that would be that would be a. I mean, Brooks. I think is not. Done particularly well here, but who knows? But
1: no, not a great record here. But he's coming in in sneaky good form. He's been hitting the shit out of the ball. Oh yeah. Uh, in in Phoenix, he was driving the ball great, but could not couldn't hit putt. a wedge to save his life. No, his putter was good. Oh, yeah, that's he right. Couldn't hit a wedge. Yeah. Um. So hopefully he's gotten that squared away. He hit the ball really well at Honda and got a T10 there, and that's a really hard golf course. Um. Yeah. And I think he's pissed off, and I think he loves money.
0: I mean, that's <laughs> he kind of loves basically money. Yeah. yeah, loves money. <laughs> big bombs to buy. He needs he needs some cash this week. So
2: he's got to he's got to pay. Uh, you know Jenna's family's probably broke. He's got to pay for the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So words is on Rom, Rory, and Brooks. I'm on Rom, Victor, and Morikawa. Taylor, you're on Rory, Brooks, and who is going to be your third and final pick?
0: Kansas finest Gary Woodland. Oh wow. We we, we all know sweet little Amy that. Loves and supports him. I know she had some heartbreak last week, and she is going to will him to a victory this week. Amy Bacherstadt. Uh, sweet, sweet Amy. <laughs> I, I, so, I cannot fathom how how upset she was with that bunker shot. Anyway, I, I keep coming back to it because it was that easy. But
2: It was. Taylor, we were talking about that earlier. We were talking about who w- would be out there and go out on a limb to take Gary Woodland this week, and you've answered our prayers. You did it.
0: I'm Um, here. I was I was on the back in Sunday afternoon with it playing on YouTube TV live, whatever it was on my phone, and I could I was astonished when he hit that shot because my victory was going up in flames when when he did that, or excuse me, when he eagled that 16. uh, So.
2: It was pretty I'm- crazy, and I, all I could say is words. And I talked about this earlier, but it was simply nerves, I think, because that was an easy bunker shot, in my opinion. And you know, you say you're a bad bunker player; you should see my game over the last. You, you see both years. you guys. My I- fucking my fucking sand game is fucking on point, uh, and I know I could have got that
0: up and down, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or at least the I green. Mean, you could have gotten it on the green for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, all right. So that means Taylor's on Rory, Brooks, and Woodland. Uh, I'm on Rom, Victor, and Morikawa, and Words is on Rory, Brooks, and John Ram. Um, So, you guys do have the Brooks and Rory together. Uh, obviously, I think that it's a, it's an eclectic group of picks. I, I gotta say, I'm as chalky as it gets. One, two, three, and I do think that Rory and Brooks are both gonna be... I'd be surprised if they're not in the mix, but just like you said, Words... It wouldn't be a surprise if anyone randomly just didn't make the cut because that always seems to happen this uh, at this tournament. But uh, Taylor, got to flash back to you. How did the uh, North Carolina State Amateur end up going? You, you ended up being low medalist at one of the qualifying events, but I never got to talk to you after it, that.
0: That was uh, the peak of my success. I, I quickly realized uh, my age when I got there and – Playing with an incoming freshman at at Chapel Hill. And then I can't even remember where the other kid was from, but another division one school and 30 and 40 and 50 yards past me, Uh, a quick missed cut, but it was at a great, great course. Old Donald Ross built more force there in Asheville. Um, Had a great time and probably try to do it again this year. Um, Have to qualify again. Well,
2: Thirty to forty yards past you—that just like when you play with me, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not
0: with the driver you're playing. Whatever that it is, it's
2: it's, not, it's it's about as old as uh, about as old as my dog. It's it's pretty old now. But anyways, um, well, good luck this week, Taylor. Welcome to the top ten. Great talking to you. Great having you on the show. And uh, good luck this week.
0: Happy to be here. Appreciate it, guys. All right, See you, buddy. Going?
2: Have a good one. Bye. Penny,
1: has that bone, baby? Sweet, pickles. she's back,
2: sweet girl. <laughs> hey, sweetie.
1: Well, Johnny, how do you feel right now,
2: you bro? Still... One, two, three. I'll take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. What are the so odds? Much. The first, the first ranked,
2: second, and third ranked player in the world go one, two, three this week? Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anyone else we haven't talked about that you think, like, you know, if you would have had, if we, if we would have been a little had a little more spunk, we could have
2: taken a waiver. Um, so that that was kind of the the one guy that I thought might have a pretty good chance, especially with the weather going south. A guy that I kind of contemplated a little bit down the list, Shane Lowry. Absolutely, that was one guy that kind of I had circled. It just seems like he still hasn't gotten that win since the. um Open Championship at Portrush when he won in front of all his fans. And even when he won the as an amateur, when he won the Scottish Open as an amateur, I mean, or was it the Irish Open? He won a tournament as an amateur in the fucking pouring rain. We just the guy is built for muddy, rainy, windy golf, except so, two
1: weeks ago, he didn't handle the rain very well. There, no, he did he, not. He, he acted like he was
2: a witch and was going to get melted by
1: the rain. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, hurry, hurry! <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's, he's made of whiskey, he doesn't want it to water down. <laughs> Irish whiskey, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, that was one guy that I definitely considered uh, taking. Another guy just that's been playing hot and Taylor's boy. Billy Horschel might not be that bad of a pick this week. 100%. He's,
1: uh, he's on one of the runs of his life. You know, does Billy have the temperament if he washes like four balls uh, in a round to to hold it together?
2: Well, I, I one thing that I did hear about Billy is, you know, he's obviously from the area just like he was from around last week, but um billy tends to put a lot of pressure on himself to perform at places like this because his friends and family will all be there so whether he can handle the pressure of having to live up to playing in front of his hometown fans which he did last week sure uh i don't think anyone would say tied for second was a bad finish especially with the way the course was playing last week so um he's playing great so who knows well i have a few millie maker tickets 25
1: dollars DraftKings. And um, I kind of went top shelf, and then was lurking at the bottom, just because such. They're everyone's such an awesome player in this field. That a guy who has won here on the Corn Ferry Finals, Luke List, he's been playing great ball this year. Of course, you know he might he might lose six strokes putting, but um, I mean he can he can ball strike with the best of them. Kevin Kisner, Kevin Kisner, another guy who has a. You uh, a, think he got T
2: two here, didn't he? Uh, yes, Kisner. Can, uh, it was it was maybe top five, or it could have been. It, it was definitely top five. He lost reasonably. in the playoff to someone. He got
1: cut run down, but um, this is kind of the golf course where that kind of fits Kisner's eye. Adam Hadwin's had good success here and Sergio Garcia. So that was that one.
2: And what's the other one? So I'll throw one out there. A guy that finished T5 last year, a, a guy who, similar to Daniel Berger, we saw him in, play in the final group last week and not quite get it done. Taylor Gooch. A guy that I think is going to stay on leaderboards throughout this season. Just because he shot a bad round last week, he still finished with a decent, you know, I think top 10. But Taylor Gooch has finished top five here last week, T7 last week. So um, look out for the local kid. He hits it fucking straight and far and just kind of well-rounded game all around. So would love to see Taylor Gooch get a nice piece of change here. Absolutely. And then this other card, I got Willie Z because he is
1: too good of a ball striker, and hopefully his putter just, you know, hopefully he'll have a bunch of 15-footers all day, and that would be perfect for him. Went with Scotty Scheffler. I just want to see where this, where this, if this wave can keep going. I need a little bit of action on him. Xander, because no one's taking him. I mean, he's just, no one is. Uh, Louis Tyson, because a, a lot of guys don't have much faith in Louis either, and I think that he can, you know, this golf course isn't going to intimidate him, and he can get it done in all kind of different ways, and, you know, his putter is what his putter is. It's awesome. Um, I'm going with Bo Hosler. Ooh, and he's last been playing great. But not least, the Dakota Rose. <laughs> and Hoagie. Tom Hoagie. He, he is top 10 or top 20 last year, I think. Elite wedge player, and if he can... Get himself in some positions to hit some wedges and tap them in. I'll 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 be a millionaire, John. Who do
2: you think means more to you, Tom, the Dakota Rose Tom Hoagie to you, or Sepp Straka to me? Which is more important in each, in each other's lives?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> you, I think the Dakota Rose. It's the only reason I'm <laughs> in the top 100 is the Dakota Rose. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what the Thigala man. I mean, I I thought I was onto something with Blackbeard. He shaved it into I a know, mustache. he looks this great. Week. He does look great in a mustache. <laughs> but damn, I mean, Blackbeard wasn't. He, and he's kind of has a pirate swashbuckling game too. He swings hard. Uh-huh. He's kind of all over
2: the place, in your face like a you know like a Blackbeard. Well, hey, who knows? I mean, he kind of has has cooled off a little bit since his run at Phoenix. But obviously, we're we're Thigala guys now. So it'd be nice to see. You know, as you say, there's always some random guys in the mix. So why not? Why not give the old guy in the mix there? The now we'll just call him. Uh, I don't know. Black, <laughs> Black mustache. Black stash. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so. Oh, Penny's saying let's get let's wrap
2: it up, boys. Yes. You got any other parting words of wisdom for our uh, listeners out there? No, I know I'm missing something. Obviously, congrats to Tiger Woods getting inducted to the, the Hall of Golf golf Hall of Fame tonight. His sweet daughter, Sam, is, is inducting him or giving the speech to and Charlie And Charlie's here. Yeah, Charlie better be there. He should induct his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Yes. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Um, hey, they don't call me Charlie Words for nothing, folks. All right, Daddy-O. Fun show. Can't wait for tomorrow. I was going to throw out a, a, a flare- for everyone to meet up and watch the Thursday golf, but you have a bowling final tomorrow. That's
2: right. Thank you for bringing that up. We finally did it. We're back in the championship game tomorrow. <laughs> you just said you did it. And you're in the finals. Well, you. so I, I said this to Godsey, your, your teammate, whenever you guys made your magical run to the championship, the hardest part is getting there. Yes. It's all in front of yes. us right now. You can get to the semifinals, but you can't win unless you get to the championship game. So now it's just whether or not we execute So we're playing the crew of guys that are all in this fantasy golf league playing the Gilbert's Ross and Chris, the brothers. And of course they bring in their fucking cousin, Patrick, who's just a ringer. Um, and then, and then Tyler, who's not in the league, but, um, me, Spence gray, um, obviously fields we're all going to be bringing it one last time potentially for a championship tomorrow night baby <laughs> so watch the 7 p.m replay up at uh, heritage lanes the je i think godsy might even come out and watch so uh, maybe. anybody wants to come to heritage lanes tomorrow at seven it's going to be lit Liddy.
1: well that's good can you watch any golf friday afternoon of course bro do you want to throw up a flare for netties or no
2: I mean, whatever. I'll watch wherever we want to
1: watch. Okay, so we'll just call it here. Friday afternoon, Nettie's play a little golden tea, watch a little golf. If you're in for that, head over to Nettie's
2: at some point. Friday afternoon, not Thursday. Sounds good, and and it, as long as my baby's not sick and my wife did not get mad at me for getting drunk after winning bowling tomorrow night, yeah, I guess I should probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a true that's a true statement. Yeah, if yeah,
1: Je's J- not there, you know he's grounded. <laughs> I can pop out for a little. Just a little bit, babe. (laughs) All right, amigos. That's all we got. You guys enjoy the Players' Championship this week. and Keep your head down.
0: You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life, have you seen anything like that? for several hours.